to the Let's Talk BS podcast. I'm Brian. And I'm Sophia. And we're coming to you live from the 757. Good morning, Brian. What's going on, Sophia? Nothing much. How are you doing? Doing well. How about you? Doing pretty good. That's good. That's good. Uh, we have a nice little new setup here, right? I know. We do. Yeah. Pretty dope. I mean, I know we got a lot of people who listen um, and don't necessarily look at us on YouTube. But uh, we got a nice little studio. We had a little renovation, I guess you could say. Yeah, right? we did. Yeah. We did. They did a good job in here. It looks yeah. really nice. Yeah, it looks really nice. Totally different. I wish you guys could see it, like, from our perspective. Like, you see us on camera. You see, like, a little bit of what's going on behind us. But you don't really get to see Correct. what happens. So Correct. It's actually pretty good. And I like these new mics, too. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely, <laughs> definitely nice, man. I feel, <laughs> feel all professional. You know what I'm saying? Right. You know, I think the ones I had. The ones we had before, we had got from Best Buy, kind of like your little standard, you know, mic, which it did the, jo- it did the job. But oh, yeah. Yeah, these don't look. Be, uh, don't sleep on those mics. Nah. They came in handy. They did. They did. <laughs> and it's crazy. I think we're pretty much almost about a year into recording, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. I think we we're are. right at, like, we started around. My birthday. This time last year. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's right. When your birthday at the end of this month, right? Correct. Okay. Yeah. What you got planned? Nine days away. Now you got the countdown going. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Today the twenty first. Yep. Nine okay. days away. What you got planned? What's going on? Um, I don't really have like anything planned here in Virginia, but I am going to H Town. H Town, Houston. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Chopping and screwing. H Town. Yep. Exactly. Okay. I'm gonna live my best life. I heard that. Yeah. That's I good. I can't wait. That's good. That should be fun. I've never been to Houston before. Me neither. Be this will be my first time. Me and my cousin are going. Okay. So we're going to go out there. And then my um, my really good friends, one from college, one from Florida, they live out there now. So they're okay. going to actually link up with us and do, do a little something with us. I'm pretty, they already know. When I'm coming, we're going to have a good time. Oh, man. So, so, you, so what do they say? You, you're the party. When you come, the party I, actually is officially started. Well, you're the birthday girl, too. Yeah, so yeah. In this sense, it, I mean, that is what it is, yeah, right? exactly. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's what's up. I wouldn't say I'm a partier, but I like to have fun. Yeah. I'm not the person that's going to sit there and not do nothing and just, like, look at everybody else having fun. Like, yeah. no. Yeah. yeah. I hear you. I, hear <laughs> I don't you. do that. Yeah. <laughs> I hear you on that one. Yeah. I like to interact. I like to dance. I like to, you know, have fun. Just because oh, yeah. I'm married and a mom don't mean I'm dead. You <laughs> <laughs> said married and mom, I'm not dead. That's no. Funny. No. I heard that. Yeah. I mean, I don't get wild or anything. I'm not out yeah. here, like, doing crazy stuff, but, yeah. I got you. Yeah, yeah. So, what you been up to? I mean, it's been a outside minute, man. of, yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, it really, it's been a while since we recorded. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've had a couple of times where we just didn't, re- we couldn't record for scheduling purposes. And, like I said, the studio It's even been times where we got here and couldn't record. Correct. Which is crazy. Correct. Yeah. Correct. So, um, but, yeah, no, everything's been, uh, it's been good. It's been good. The summer's been great. Um. You know, just doing a lot of things with the kids this year. They're um, at school, so mm-hmm. um, that's kind of helped lighten our load a little bit. I know last couple of years um, they were home for the summer, so you know, Brooke and I just trying to like coordinate, you know, daily activities for them, make mm-hmm. sure they're still being, they're still getting, you know, enrichment as far as you know their yeah. education, and then also just working and juggling all those things. So being able to drop them off, you know, from eight to three has mm-hmm. been pretty good for us to be able to still. You know, knock out the different things that we need to do and work. Because, you know, for us, this time of the year is kind of the busier time with people moving and and, uh, and grooving with buying and selling homes. So um, but it's been cool. We went to, I think I've mentioned it before, we went to Bush Gardens. Um, we went to Charlotte recently. Um, mm-hmm. That was pretty cool. We went to go see some, um, one of Brooke's best friends lives down there. Um, and then so we went to go see her. And then uh, we went to go see one of my cousins as well. He lives in Charlotte. So it was pretty cool. Cooked out on the grill, hung out. Um, chill. That's funny. My kids, they love hotels. Like, I don't know what it is, but they just love, like, hotel rooms. Um, so, like, they just, ever since we've come back, and it's been about, about three weeks, two, three weeks ago, like, they've been just like, when we going to a hotel? When we going to a hotel? When we going to a hotel? And just, oh, so when just, y'all got the Airbnb for Charlotte, that wasn't cutting it. They was like, yeah, nah. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. should have got a hotel. Yeah, they, 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 so they love, you know. they, yeah, they love, they love, <laughs> they love hotels, man. And another thing that they like as well, what they've been getting into, I should say, is they have like you know their own like tablets. They love taking pictures of things, man. Like that's oh, kind yeah, of their my thing. Kids love yeah, that so too. they're literally 
it was funny. We were looking at both of their tablets. They got like a hundred hundred pictures of just like Nothing. their face, their, their foot. Feet. Yeah, yep. like just like <laughs> you, you know, just just yeah, the you just just while you walking by. Yeah, some just crazy yeah, stuff. man, yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's just a whole bunch of just like just randomness in their pictures, yeah. man. So that's that's funny. That's Carter funny. does that to me, and I'm like, dude, stop taking pictures of me. Like one time he got me where. You know, you I, at least for me, I get dressed in front of my kids. You know what I mean? So he caught me, like, in my underwear. I was like, hold on, wait, we got to delete that one, baby. <laughs> I can't yeah. be on the picture on yeah. the uh, phone. But, yeah. He That's is, cool. He, he takes pictures of everything. So That's funny, man. Yeah, might have some young photographers coming up, you know? I don't know. Yeah. Maybe have some young photographers. Maybe so. Maybe so. I know, um... So this summer, we really haven't, like, gone on vacation. We were supposed to go to Washington, D.C., but my do- my oldest daughter woke up that morning and was like, no, I want to go. Then she, you know, after she slept in, she came to me, like, around 4 o'clock and was like, when are we going? I was like, what? Have you lost your mind? Do you not remember that you told me this morning that you did not want to go? <laughs> so now she's been like, man, I regret not going. I should have you know, got up that morning. I said, yeah, because if you would have got up, you would have slept in the car the additional four hours yeah. or three, you know, three and a half, whatever time frame it takes to get there. Yeah. I was like, yeah, it's not like you were going to get on the highway and help me drive or anything. Like, come on now. Yeah. I said, you're lost. That's funny. Yeah. Did, um, had they ever been to D.C. before? Uh, no? Maya has, but okay. not the, um. Not the other two? No. Okay. Well, Technically, Jada has, but she was like one when we went. Yeah, so, so she, she doesn't. Yeah, yeah, it's not like it was something that she exactly, could yeah. exactly. But Carter never, and Jada hasn't since she could remember, you know. And then Maya definitely has. We she's been there a few times. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. That's yeah. cool, man. I had a, a crazy, crazy thing that happened to me, or not to me, but just around me, uh, when we were down in Charlotte. Um, I got a text. I got a. One of my neighbors had texted me, one of my buddies, and was like, hey, man, the FBI is out the neighborhood. Mm. Excuse me. And I was like, what? He was like, yeah, man, they're, they're out the neighborhood. He's like, they're actually right across the street from your house. Oh, I was like, what? Oh, wow. Yeah, so I was kind of like, oh, man. So I was telling Brooke, and so I, I brought up the idea. I was like, hold on. Let's pull up the ring doorbell. So I pulled up the ring doorbell, and I was actually watching it. We kind of seen, like, we couldn't really hear because – like so far away. Yeah, yeah, how far it was. Um, but you can kind of like see them making the arrest, uh, which was kind of wild. Another thing that was crazy too about that is that um, I remember right before we left, like a couple days before we left, there was like this like gold like van that was like parked in between oh, our house, place. Yeah, yeah, and a house next to us. And so you know, normally you know in the neighborhood, we, I live in a community where you know you kind of see what's going Correct. on, you know whose cars what exactly. or whatever. Exactly. Everybody kind of looks after each other. Yep. And so I kind of seen this vehicle, and I knew it wasn't any like you know, it wasn't for me, and it wasn't mm-hmm. the neighbor who it was between our houses. So I was just kind of, and it was there for like days. And so it was crazy because when I was looking on the ring doorbell at the whole arrest happening, they had dogs, you know, uh, FBI just had the dogs and everything. And then um, the van had now shifted into it was like almost like it was right in front of my house to the point like it was kind of like blocking where like a person tried to come out or whatever. So it was um, I was like, dang, so that, that I don't know for certain, but it made me believe that that van was probably like you said somebody kind of, of it. Yeah, yeah staking out and watching and seeing with the movement going in and out, in and out the house or whatnot so it's crazy so did you guys ever figure out or do you know that they that the neighborhood actually like because you guys live in an association so yeah. i'm assuming that the president has to know what's going on within the community did anybody ever talk about like what happened no it's funny what made me think about it just now is um because yesterday i was in the backyard playing with my kids and my other neighbor to the other side of me um, was outside because they have a pool. So they were out there with their kids, and we were just talking, you know, or mm. whatnot, catching up. Um, and they were talking about it because they were actually gone that same weekend that it happened because it happened, mm. like, early Sunday morning. And so they were gone that weekend. And so they were asking us, did we hear or do we know anything about it? And we were like, no. I mean, you know, it was, like, on Facebook, and then I seen it got deleted. Like, so I don't know what's going on. So, I mean, we'll – I'm pretty sure it will come out here eventually, but yeah. uh, it was it was it was kind of wild. I was like, dang, it's crazy. That is, and nobody has been there since. Like, no cars have been um, in and out. No, no. So actually, I have seen cars come in and out. You know what I mean, so I don't know who got arrested. I don't know because I'm I'm assuming 
you know, the neighborhood we live in is a fa- like a family neighborhood. So it's right. not like just a single person typically doesn't live in a house there. So I'm assuming maybe one of the people that lived in the home was yeah. arrested. So I'm still thinking the other folks still live there. Okay. So I've seen people come in and out as far as vehicles go, you know, in and, yeah. out, and out the house or whatnot. So, yeah, but it's crazy. That is crazy. If one of my neighbors came up to me, um, I think it was like a week and a half ago, and she was like, hey, she was like, I noticed that you have some cameras. Can you check your cameras? Because somebody put my car, my um, tires all flat. Dang. That's what I said. Dang. I was like, um, when? Like, you got to narrow that down. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I got a lot of footage. Like, I can't, you know, I don't have, like, sorry, unfortunately, I don't have the time to go back and look at days worth of footage. Like, if you have a ring camera or if you have, you know, any type of camera system set on your house, like, it does a bunch of clips. And so anytime there's any activity, so somebody can walk past the house, somebody, a dog or cat can walk in the camera's view, and it'll automatically start recording. At least my cameras do that. Um, And so I have thousands of little mini clips. So I was like, well, you got to narrow it down. Like, I need to know what day around what time because i don't really have time to you know go and look at every single video but yeah i did you know do my due diligence and try to help her out and i didn't see nobody do anything to her car so i i'm gonna assume that you know maybe it was something mistaken i don't know or or maybe because i know my husband he has a pickup truck and so sometimes if he's parked in front of the house i can't see beyond his truck and there were a couple days where that was the case, so it could have happened on those days, and I couldn't see it, and I was trying to explain that to her. So, yeah, yeah. yeah unfortunately, yeah, things happen in, you know, in the neighborhoods, crazy. and it's funny. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy, man. But, but um, yeah, outside of that, I mean, I really haven't took any vacations. I know Maya, she's back in volleyball, but now it's for high school, so they're doing their conditioning. And the cool thing is, is this past um, week, the varsity coach came up to her and was like, hey, you should start practicing with us, you know. So okay. if she makes varsity, She's an incoming freshman, right? Incoming freshman, yeah. yeah. So okay. I'm hoping that uh, she can, you know, get on make that team. But I told her, I was like, you know, it's one thing to get on the team. After you get to make the team, now you got to fight for a spot. So, yeah. you know, you don't want to come in just riding the bench. Like, you want to make sure that you make your presence known and that you're actually getting time on the – yeah. On the clock, you yeah. Know? I mean, what she could probably do, I'm, I'm pretty sure they probably. I know things have changed. I know when I played, I was actually fortunate enough to, because like when I was growing up, it was ninth and tenth grade plays plays JV, and then eleventh and twelfth grade plays varsity. But if you were really really good ninth tenth grade, then you can you know make varsity. And so I actually made varsity football and basketball, but I wasn't getting any playing time, you mm-hmm. know, because I mean there was. I made the team. I was good enough to make the team, but like you said, as far as actually being able to get a spot, I really wasn't playing really at all. So mm-hmm. what they allowed me to do for football was um, I was able to play like JV, right? Mm-hmm. So I played JV, you know, a couple of games. Their games were like on like Wednesdays or Thursdays, and then I would also dress out and be a part of the varsity team. And then I actually, towards the middle part of the season, I was able to get on the field a little bit here and there. Um, but just being on the team, it does give you that exposure and to me, that's something that's really important. Yeah, practicing you know? with them is key. Yeah, and I was yeah. telling her that because mine was a little bit different. So for me, our um, high school had a freshman team, mm-hmm. a JV team, and oh, yeah, a varsity. three different teams. Yeah, oh, and wow. a varsity wow, team. Wow, wow, okay. And so um, same thing. If you were really good, you may not get playing time in mm-hmm. the higher level, but you'll get playing time in the lower level. And Correct. I was telling her, like, it was kind of like that for me as well. So like I would practice and every I would practice with the team that I was playing with mm-hmm. that week because we had three games or three different teams. Most mm-hmm. our games were on the same night. Okay. So freshman will play JV then varsity. Okay. And so I told her I was like, you would know what team you playing on from my experience from that week because that week you would practice with the team you was playing with because you mm-hmm. got to practice your plays. I was like, mm-hmm. I don't know if they call plays in volleyball, but. <laughs> Yeah. You know, you would have to yeah, practice. I think sets, sets, yeah, plays. Yeah, I don't yeah, know what they yeah, call it. Yeah. yeah, but I just was like, you know, you you, you can do both, you know. Yeah. So she's going to practice with both and, and try to see if she can get a spot on the varsity team. So. Okay. That'd be dope, man. Yeah. That's, that's good, man. That that's really, really good. I'm glad that uh, sound like she really loves the sport. I know that jump from middle school to high school, it could be a pretty big one. It could seem 
like it's pretty daunting, like I said, just because of the, the variety of ages. You know, normally when you're playing as you're growing up, you're normally playing with people that's exactly your age, maybe one year older, maybe one year younger, depending on how your birthdays fall. Yeah. But when you're in high school, I mean, it's a four, sometimes five-year mm-hmm. window of, of ages. So um, it, it definitely could be intimidating, man. I remember, like I said, playing and being very intimidated. But um, if you love it, I mean, you'll do it. And like I said, uh, sounds like she's uh, she's having a good time and doing well with it. So that's great. Glad to hear that. I, yeah. Yeah. And one of my um, – so we have a morning meeting every day, um, yeah. Monday through Thursday at 930, and she has to be at – she has to be picked up by 10. So I, I'm on the meeting – during my commute there and it's wild because like when I'm sitting there waiting her on her to come out to the car I see like the varsity team pulling up you know and Mm -hmm. these kids driving you know like driving themselves to school and and getting ready for practice and gathering their belongings I was like man I haven't seen this in so long like it's crazy like I haven't seen this since you know, I was in high school because I've always had younger kids. So now yeah. that we're rolling into this high school level, it's just, it's wild. Like, she about to just start driving in a couple years, you know? Yeah, that is wild. Next school year, really. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah I'm sitting there thinking about my kids. My son's birthday is in a couple of weeks in August. He turned five. And I was already sitting there thinking, I'm getting kind of like, oh, man, I'm like, dang, he's a third away to, like, being, like, an adult. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? I'm like, dang, that's crazy. Life is flying by. And I know. With your your daughter, your oldest anyway. I mean, like you said, she's going to drive, which is crazy. I'm still I still be tripping. I got a younger sister who, she just turned I think 29. Yeah, she just turned 29, and I'm still I'm still tripping that she drives. You know what I'm saying? What? Like yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like I remember like just like her behind the wheel and her mm-hmm. how she looked. I'm like that's my little baby sister, and like even still now to this day, like if we meet up or I see her driving, I'm like that's crazy. You know what I mean? So wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's insane. No. Yeah. Yeah. It is. It, it's something different i must say uh, you know we having a lot of new experiences so like usually i'm the one that kind of knows things when it comes to kids like yeah. i just be knowing stuff right because yeah. i've i've experienced it i've experienced it before a lot of my peers or whatever yeah. but now i'm i'm in new territory mm. and i don't really have too many friends that have kids at this point at this age yeah. usually their kids are older you know what i mean yeah. so and yeah. And things are different. Yeah. yeah. Nowadays, it's, it's. I heard my daughter refer to this girl as they. I was like, who? Who's what? Where are they at? And she was <laughs> like, no, that's their pronoun. I was like, oh, it could, it threw me off for a second. I was, I was yeah. like, I only see one person. What are you talking about? Yeah, yeah. That's that's uh, yeah, I, yeah, I, new territory. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But sounds like, uh, your summer's doing well. Like I said, mine's doing well. Crazy because, like I said, we haven't been able to record recently. We're gonna have to try to probably record early too. I didn't even because next week I'm going to Vegas. I know oh, you okay. said you're going to Houston, so I got one more trip uh, before the I summer. I think I have out. it on. I think I think I did the schedule to where we scheduled it out with your vacation and my vacation. I think okay. I, I think I think we did it. I think okay. we went over the calendar. Uh, we'll we'll check. You know yeah. how that goes. Okay, but I'm yeah. looking forward to it. Looking forward to going. You're looking um, forward to that 120. That's um, what I was about weather. to say. I was say I'm looking forward <laughs> to <I'm> going <laughs> um, because it's a big fight that's happening. That uh, it's my favorite boxer. He's fighting, and it's like a really, really big fight. Something that I, you know, once Nile gets of age, um, I'll be able to say, hey, you, you know, your dad went to there and be able to show him some stuff. So I'm really looking forward to that aspect of it. But um, but yeah, like you said, the heat. I was looking at the weather. At least it's trending down. I know when I looked at it like a week ago. It was like 115, 116 degree. Now it's like 106, 107. So like it dropped like 10 degrees, but I don't know. I know the hotel we're staying at got a pool, so I'm gonna be at the pool, you know, and then just being inside. I ain't gonna be walking around outside that nah, much. Nah, you can't do that. Yeah, Mm-mm. yeah, it's gonna be too hot for it's that. It's gonna be too hot for that. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking forward to it though. Houston's gonna that. be hot too, though. I mean, Houston's gonna oh, be yeah. darn near the same thing, to be honest with you. They be oh, in the 100 degrees too. For sure. It's gonna be uh, hot. 100% agree with yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely gonna be hot. Yeah. But I don't know. I just feel like, um, there in Vegas, like I don't know. I just I, I don't know. When I think of Vegas and I think of Houston, I think Vegas is just way more hotter. That's just me. I don't know. Could be my own little way of thinking. But yeah, I don't know. Hot is hot to me though. I mean, you, when you when you over a hundred degrees, you it's hot. Like yeah. I, it is just it don't you know what I mean? It's yeah, hot. Because it's, it's been <laughs> hot here. Yeah, it's it's they. I mean, they're Man, talking about it in news. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's been. You know, there's been a heat wave. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's been the hottest, like, temperatures recorded 
like in history, like as far as across Correct. the you know across like the, the nineteen early nineteen hundreds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's been a minute since it's been this hot. So mm-hmm. definitely make sure you're hydrating. You know, staying inside if you can. So correct. Yeah. yeah. But um. But yeah. I mean, it's been unknown caller. Um. It's been good. Uh. Catching up about what's been <laughs> going on, Sophia. Got her her phone ringing over here. So but y'all the crazy know thing is, is that it rang through my computer. So that's yeah. the reason why it rang. Yeah. I mean, your computer's <laughs> probably, it's your Mac. It's probably connected yeah. to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that happens too. We have a Mac, so like if you get like a you know a call or FaceTime, it'll yeah. go through like all your all, devices. All your devices, yeah. yeah. And yeah. because I have it open, it started ringing. I, didn't, I was like, wait, hold on, how is it doing? I had to think about it <laughs> real quick. I had to think about it real quick. but uh, That's funny. But no, nah, yeah, yeah. So, so it's been it's been a lot um a lot going on. I mean, I know we kind of caught up as far as personally what's been going on summertime. Uh huh. Um, With this increase in heat, well, we've been getting the increase in rates. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like they're working hand in hand right they, now. They are. That's exactly <laughs> what it seems like. You know what I mean? It's been um, it's been a pretty eventful, man. I know we've uh we've had uh sometimes where rates dropped mm-hmm. a little bit, mm-hmm. and then it feels like as soon as we get some drop in the rates, and we're looking like, hey, man, you know, maybe we can continue to have this. Then they go right back up. And a lot of times mm-hmm. they go up higher than where they were beforehand. So it's like we take two steps forward and then three steps back. And then mm, two steps, steps forward. Ten steps oh, back. ten steps, yeah. my bad. Yeah, I'm shortchanging. You missed yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. So it's been it's been definitely um it's def- definitely been a little bit difficult to kinda, you know, maneuver that. But I mean, mm-hmm. you know, people are still out here buying houses because of the low inventory and because of the need of, you know, ownership and, and, and having housing. So um just kind of navigating and being able to try to get ahead of that. I mean, one good thing, though, I will say, is this week that we got news for Spark. Um, oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. So Listen. I've already, actually, I know you were telling me you got a deal that's closing into this month. That, Correct. Yeah, so. I had to squeeze in and beg for, pretty much. Yeah. Um. So the program um, specialist over at Spark, it's only one of them. And she just so happened to had already scheduled vacation well for actually do this tell them what what it is like what what um spark is and how it works just so they can kind of okay listen so they know what it is okay yeah. so i know that spark has different levels to it i know that they you know have also um cash or money opportunities but for what we utilize it for it's a one percent rate reduction program so for instance if today's rate is seven percent and you qualify for that spark grant then you could potentially uh, lower your interest rate down one by one percent which would make that seven percent interest rate now six percent which is huge when it comes to home purchase it doesn't seem like a lot i know you're like oh that's just one percent but no one percent makes a huge difference in your um your monthly mortgage payment i mean one percent you can if your rate drops by one percent that's you're in that less it's time to refinance uh <laughs> area you know yeah. so and then honestly just from the standpoint of and i'll let you finish the story i'm you know i was just jumping in as far as the um buying power that it gives you as well mm-hmm. i mean it, and and the savings over time you know what i mean like i was doing the math on it like obviously it depends on how much your loan is mm-hmm. um but on average i mean you're saving at least about three to four hundred dollars um, if you're buying a home that's like in the high twos, low three hundred, you know, thousand dollar price Correct. point. So I mean, yeah. just that seven percent to six percent, you're saving that monthly. Like I yeah. said, let's just say you know two hundred fifty, three hundred dollars a month. You're saving that monthly, and then you're saving the amount of interest you're paying over time. I mean, yeah. you're talking tens of thousands of dollars over time. Oh yeah, time, between so. thirty and seventy thousand, easy yeah. knocked off in interest. So if yeah. you if you don't know, you know, when you're looking at a loan over time, over thirty years, you end up buying your house three or four times. Yeah, multiple times for yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah, with the interest that you pay on the house. So, yeah, you pay, you know, $200,000 for that house when it comes to, like, the base loan, the mortgage itself. But with the interest included and tacked on to that, I mean, you've bought that house. You've probably paid, like, six, dollars $700,000 on that house. So that's why Correct. it's always good to apply extra principal payments towards your mortgage so you could reduce the amount of p- interest that you pay um, to the lender. Absolutely. At the end of your term. Yeah. So we we were told, um, and I'll let Sophia kind of finish her story. We were told um, last year we used Spark. I mean, it was it was heavy. Like I think it came out around this same time. It was like around top of August, mm-hmm. and uh, the funds ran out within about two months. Oh yeah. Um. So it was you know because once you you know they the HUD 
um, they allot a certain amount of funds for it. And then once it's out, it's out. And so I know ever since like last October, you know, we've been reaching out almost every month on the month, you know, asking, hey, is Spark here, sparking? And so they finally, you know, a couple months ago, were like, hey, we're expected to have it in July. You know, so since July 1st, I've been reaching out, emailing them, mm-hmm. emailing them, checking to see when they're, you know, when it's going to happen. And so we finally got that email on Monday that, hey, Spark funds are available. Um, and so I got a couple of buyers that I'm helping right now that are taking advantage of. And I'll let Sophia finish her story about the person that she's helping. And I got a story I was going to jump in and say as well. So. Yeah, so um, back to the, the person who kind of like orchestrates the, the program. It's only one of them. And so she had a pre-scheduled vacation because it was always told to us that Spark Funds would be available in July, but no one knew the date. And so when she got the date, obviously she let us know, but she had already scheduled this vacation. So um, she's on vacation for the, for the entire, entirety of next week. And my closing is on July 31st. So um, when we originally reached out, we were like, well, you know, can we get an appointment so this person can qualify for Spark? And she was like, well, I'm on vacation. I'm already booked. Like, I've gotten so many people trying to reach out. And so my buyer kind of took things and matters into his own hands. And he was, as soon as he found out that he even had a slight of a chance, a <laughs> slither of a chance to qualify for it, he went and sat in the office and was like, I'm just going to wait until you, you know, can squeeze me in. And she was able to do it, and he got the um, the 1% rate reduction. So That's good. It was huge. Yeah. I told him, I said, you know, I'm glad that you did that because, you know, it, we were creeping up on the weekend. She goes on vacation next Monday, and then the following Monday is when, you know, the close date is. So yeah. it's kind of like I'm glad that you had that time and that opportunity to actually do something like that. So yeah, I ain't mad at that. I tell people all the time, man, if I'm like, like, what they say, don't take no for an answer like type of thing. You make time. You no. make time for what is important, though. Correct. Well, not even <laughs> about make time for what's important. To me, it's just one of those things where it's like, if it's a situation that's going on and there's urgency on your, ha- on your behalf because you want something, nobody else is going to have that same type of urgency. So sometimes you have to go yeah. and do mile. it and make it happen. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so that's why... You know, I, I feel that that was important, like you said, that um, that he did that because I, without him having that urgency and going up and basically, you know, taking no for an answer or taking like, hey, well, my schedule is this like that. Well, hey, I'm, I'm here. I will be ready when you're ready. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, other like, people ain't showing up. Yeah, I'm here. Yeah. Exactly. I'm next. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, yeah, that, that I'm glad to glad to hear that, man. I got um, I have a buyer that I'm working with right now, which is really, really great. So with that same program, like Sophia mentioned, typically um, – you know, people that take advantage of it is through like Virginia housing, right? So it's fir- it's a first time home buyer who normally would take advantage of the Spark program, as Sophia mentioned. And it's geared towards minorities. Yeah, and it's geared exactly. It's geared towards minorities as well. Mm-hmm. So I have a buyer that I'm helping. Um, young military guy. He's buying him and his family. Um, he has a wife with two kids. His wife stays at home, so they're living off of just his income. Mm-hmm. And um, they're buying a new construction. So a new construction home is being built in Hampton. And they're getting it for like right around three twenty, three twenty five, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a nice, you know, two thousand square foot home, you know, in Hampton. Um, and the good thing about it is he's using his VA loan, right? So yes. he's getting a hundred percent financing. Mm-hmm. Then what he's also doing is the seller or the builder is giving him all of his closing costs, right? Because mm-hmm. that was something that the seller had marketed when they started building the house um, towards the beginning of this year. The market was kind of down. And so, you know, they were putting out about closing costs and all that to try to, you know, get some buyers to, mm-hmm. you know, to purchase or whatnot. Like and so they got on the contract early, right before, like right when the guy started to build the home, the builder. So they got full all their closing costs paid. And then with um, the Spark program, where the rates are now, like Sophia mentioned, he's going to be able to get a much better rate because he qualifies as a first-time home buyer and he's within the uh, the income limits and the debt-to-incomes as well. Mm-hmm. So he qualifies for Spark, so he's going to get a 1% reduction in his rate. Then on top of that, he's going to get a grant um, as well because with him being a VA buyer mm-hmm. and not a need for down payment assistance because it's because his down payment, is he doesn't have one because he's uh, 100% financing. And a first-time home And buyer. a first-time home buyer. Mm-hmm. He gets a 2% grant to go towards you know, technically closing costs, but it's all of his closing costs are being paid. So with VA, they allow you to do a debt reduction. So he's going to have that, you know, approximately 6400 bucks that's going to go towards, like, you know, paying down one of his credit cards. And the good thing about him is he 
doesn't have really any debt, right? Mm-hmm. And so what he's going to do and what you can do is he's going to use his credit card and go buy like furniture and things that he needs for the house that they were going to buy um, and then use the and then have um, that 2% to be applied towards that credit card at closing. So it's he's basically going to get all of his house furnished, all of his closing costs paid, and his interest rate redu- uh, reduced by deal. 1%. So yeah, he's in a great situation, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, I, and I, it's great. I love, you know, having these success stories and talking about it because, you know, he was very nervous when we first started the process, you know, because, you know, he was telling me, like, hey, man, you know, I got two young children. My wife isn't working. She's taking care of the kids. Like, so he was really, like, you know, nickel dime wanting to make sure and all mm-hmm. that. And then as the rates were increasing, you know, he was getting nervous about it, you know, especially, you know, during this time frame and whatnot. So um, being able to, like, really give him all of those different, you know, benefits in his home purchase really gave him a lot of peace of mind. Yeah. Yeah. So for for me um, – for me, uh, I basically was able to do kind of a little bit of sort of thing that you did. So for me, my buyer was able to, he's a VA, he was already getting 100% financing, he was a first-time home buyer, and he was able to utilize the 2% grant as well. But mm-hmm. in our case, we didn't, we, he wasn't as interested in paying off debt, he was more, more interested in a lower interest rate. So yeah. what I did was, is I took that 2% grant, and bought his down rate down, and then in addition to that, used Spark to reduce it by a percent. So I, we got a five point three seven five percent interest rate in this market. Oh, so I didn't even know that. So question: So you can do that? Oh yeah. So you're saying I can use the two percent and if have I, that applied? So um, interesting, yeah. interesting. Because that's I didn't we didn't talk about that, but I think for him, he was really because of the, like I told you his situation. He was really yeah. more conscious of that portion of it yeah. versus paying off debt, paying off yeah. debt or buying, you know, furniture. So mm-hmm. um, I'm so gonna actually have a conversation 2%. with him and see if he wants to maybe do that because I, for me, I didn't even think about it like that because the rate wasn't on the rate sheet, so right. I didn't even think that that rate was possible to go that low. You know what I'm saying? But I guess if no, the rate. So that so the rate on the rate sheet was six point three seven five. Yeah, that's after the two percent. That's after using. We only used one and a half percent. Yeah, after using the grant. Yeah. After using a portion of the grant. Correct. And then you were able to go from that point to one percent. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, yep. okay. So that's a little reverse way of of going about Correct. it. Correct. That's dope. Yeah, okay. So he look ended at up look. Breaking news. I, I learned something. <laughs> and I always be telling Sophia, like, I be learning stuff from her because she be thinking like I'm always. She's always learning from me. But I, I mean, I didn't know nothing about that. I didn't know. I, I didn't know to look at it like that. So that's yeah. that's dope. That's yeah. dope. I'm gonna definitely have to give him a call. That's okay though, cause I, I sure I, to this day when it comes to a tax return, I'm like Brian, <laughs> 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 talk to me like I'm two. <laughs> Break this down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know he'd be like, damn, Sophia. <laughs> like we talked about this last time, yeah, but nah, it's all good. It's always few, far and few, cause I, I don't really get a whole lot of self-employed borrowers that can actually qualify so i get a lot of self-employed people Mm -hmm. but then you know when i take a look at the tax return they ain't report no income so right off the bat i already know like we can't move forward right but then you you, every now and again you get that you know few far and few that actually report income and actually report that they you know are receiving income that there's a net because a lot of people like to write off all their income because the more you write off the less money you pay in taxes but Every now and again, we get those few that actually do it right, and um, when I get those borrowers, which is far and few, I always call Brian like, um, yeah, so the Schedule C. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The f- depreciation, we add that back in, right? Yeah, that's true. That's Amortization, true. that one too? <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's, that's a fact. That is a fact. But like I said, I don't, you know, obviously I don't mind helping yeah, you yeah, when yeah. it comes to that. That's easy yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. But, um... But yeah, yeah. I mean, so obviously, yeah, definitely hit your buyer up and you know try to give that option because I think that if payment is his is his issue, then he could potentially. I mean, he could even split. You could even split it up because you got the full two percent. So you could probably buy use one percent to buy down the rate and then utilize the one percent for whatever he wants to purchase. I mean, with VA, that's the one thing that's very special about the VA loan that no other program allows. It, it does allow you to use any um, access closing costs that were not is not going to be used in the um, transaction to be applied towards debt because 
they can the VA does allow that and they consider it something that you can um, take advantage of. So correct. It's it's awesome to be able to use this money and not have to give it back to either the grant program or the seller because in most cases, let's say if this was an FHA loan and there was too much closing costs, yes, we can buy down the rate, but let's say we've done all that, then that money kind of goes back yeah. to the seller, you know, and there's nothing you can't uh, apply it towards, it towards yeah. anything yeah. else. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, so that's what's up. I appreciate that. Like yeah. I said, breaking news on the podcast. There we go, light bulb. I, <laughs> people who's watching out there, I don't know if you've seen a little light bulb you know, go across my head. I was like, oh, okay, that's what's up. <laughs> so that's cool. That's cool. Yeah, so that'll be that'll be cool. I I, I hope that works out and he yeah. um he uses that because although he does need you know essentials like a refrigerator and a, yeah, you know. Uh, well, with new construction, do you do they provide? They provide this one. I mean, they don't for VA. They don't have to provide a refrigerator, but I, I believe, stove yeah, yeah, they gotta have a stove. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. But I believe this one. I want to say they are um, providing a refrigerator. If I'm not mistaken, oh, yeah, okay. if I'm not mistaken, I think so. That's so. even better. Yeah, I was talking to Washer the listing agent the other day. They, they, you know, yeah, yeah. There's I'm gonna work it out. That, that, just, that just gives me more <laughs> options for him. So yeah. I'm, I'm gonna have a conversation with him a little bit later today. Um, yeah. But yeah, what's up. that's what's up. That's good stuff. So, so I, I mean, feel like today we kind of went into the topic a little bit, but I mean, mm-hmm. we didn't even get to exercise your knowledge. But let me let me jump right into that. So typically, yeah. you know, during a podcast earlier in the segment, when we get through talking about, you know, our past weeks, we ask you guys a mortgage related question. And um, today we did not do that. So <laughs> <We didn't. laughs> I don't know. here we are. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say new, look, new studio. They got, got, us, got us doing new things. Right. right? Yeah. <laughs> So during this segment, um, during Exercise Your Knowledge, we ask you a mortgage-related question, and we want you guys to answer that question in your mind, or you can say it out loud because, of course, we can't hear you. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then later on in the segment, we will review, will reveal, whew, I stumbled through that one, reveal our answer. So today's Exercise Your Knowledge is, speaking of rates, speaking of this environment, what information drives interest rates? Do you know that? Do you know what you need to be following? Do you know, like, what makes rates go up? What makes them go down? Mm-hmm. So think about the answer to that question, and we will reveal it later on in the segment. Yeah. I mean, we talked about it good much. I mean, it ain't going to be very much long in the segment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is very, very true. <laughs> so have you had any, like, um, any situations that's happened in the past couple weeks that kind of stand out? For you, because um, I feel like for me, I've been getting multiple, if not multiple, like two or three agents that have been hitting me up, and they're like, hey, the other lender isn't able to get this done. Can you, like, quickly, like, take it and try to see if you can save it type yeah, of thing? Yeah. I've been getting that a lot lately, and so, um, I don't know, have you? Um, yeah, honestly, I get that all the time. <laughs> I get that a lot, but I feel like I feel like for me, it's it's, it's, it's happening more frequently for like you. Like I've had like three or four in the past like week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. or I no, mean, two I, weeks. Sorry, two weeks. Yeah, I think that, remember that's the conversation that's me and you've always me. had. Where I feel like there's some agents out there. I have my core agents, agents I work with, but there's some mm-hmm. agents out there that I I'm like you always call me when things go south because mm-hmm. you feel and you know that if it can work, I can make it work. Why don't you just call me when we first start? You Correct. know what I mean? So that's why I was saying I feel like I haven't personally seen any, like, uptick in mm-hmm. that situation, but it always happens. I mean, I, I can, every single month, if you look at, like, my closed deals that I help when it comes to a buyer, like, you know, for that month, every month, one to two of them that I'm getting, I would say about two, two a month are people who they initially were under contract with someone else. I mean, yeah. that's just how it always yeah. is, you know. Um, that's crazy. Yeah, I mean, but it's it's just one of and what you're seeing, I mean, is just honestly, I look at it. That just gives me like, hey, you know, people know that I can get, I can get it done, you know. Correct. So when that happens, I'm the first person that they call, you know, and it, that that helps me also win that relationship with that particular person. If it's somebody who I don't have a relationship with, um, or not a cemented relationship with, but yeah, um, but yeah, yeah, I feel like you. I mean, call us to begin with, then you won't yeah. have that issue, you know, because. Yeah. I feel like at least I know for me, I do a lot of TV approvals. I know that you don't really do them as yeah. much, yeah. but that doesn't mean that you're any. There's any difference. It's just yeah. that I do a lot of um, upfront manual underwrites, so I actually send all my files to underwriting for the most part. I mean, 
especially the ones that have something quirky going on. You know, like let's say it's somebody that's self-employed. I'm gonna run that through underwriting. Yeah. Um. Let's say it's someone who has like a funky income or there's questionable income as to where we can use it or not. Then I'm gonna send that through underwriting yeah. because I don't want anything to happen later on in a transaction where nobody was aware of it and now it it's something new and then they're like, oh well, we didn't know about this. No, you. We're gonna underwrite this in the beginning, and you're gonna know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're gonna know. You're not gonna give me that excuse. You're gonna know. <laughs> yeah. So, um, that's one thing about our company that is very unique because a lot of companies don't do this, but we do um, underwrite the file up front. We have the opportunity to. A lot of people just, you know, you run it through DU, and that's just what it is. No, yeah. we have the opportunity to submit it to underwriting almost get like a full conditional approval so where when you do find a house all we need is an appraisal an inspection and uh title work yeah <laughs> you know yeah. so yeah i think yeah. that's very unique and then another um thing i actually was talking to an agent last night where she told me she was approached by a lender um for her to be a dual um agent and loan officer yeah, yeah, I've which, been seeing that. That's that yeah. is something that I've been I've been seeing a lot lately. Um, which, you know, feeling a little. I don't. I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm really eager to see how it, how it comes out or how it actually ends up, you know, happening. Yeah. But you got a lot of uh, real estate agents that are, um, you know, looking at potentially because something came out earlier this year. I think it was towards the end of last year where FHA has now signed off on. A person being able to be a real estate agent and a mortgage loan officer, um, and 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 be an, an FHA loan. So, for instance, you can't like for a real estate agent, you can't be the person who shows the person the house and then also do the mortgage for that exact same house. But what you can do is you can be the real estate agent, and you could, or essentially, you could be a real estate agent and work for a mortgage co mortgage company, and then essentially because you have two jobs. You can be an employee of this mortgage company and send your leads to this mortgage company, and then in return, they're paying you for those referrals. So it's a roundabout way of paying for referrals. Yeah, to me, it just screams RESPA violation. Like and if anybody knows what RESPA is, that's just RESPA is, is, is one of those. It's like the shank, the body that says, "Hey, you can't." That gives the rules and regulations of what you can do exactly. as far as fair practices in the in the mortgage industry. And so. that's that's what I was telling the um, agent that I was speaking to last night. I was like, "That sounds cool." I said, "But on the mortgage side of things, we have a lot more risk when it comes to that type of stuff. There's so much that we can't do that a real estate agent can do." that you would think that our jobs are almost interchangeable, but we have way more violations and fines that we will be held accountable for, not for our company, but also individually, Yeah, that could potentially take away our license and never allow us to be able to practice mortgages or real estate again. Yeah. So I was telling her, I was like, you know, I think that that's a roundabout way of paying for referrals, yeah. and I think that once RESPA gets wind of it, they're going to set boundaries on what that looks like with these mortgage companies. And I think that it may slide for now. And I think that it will be the new way for a little bit. But once they once it gets to a point where people start actually like uh, making complaints, yeah. it's gonna be an issue. It's just like agents, you know, it's a fine line between representing the both sides of the transaction they've done and set laws where you know they put like standards on what yeah. you can do when you are the listing agent and you're helping the buyer because it's a conflict of yeah, interest yeah, and you're steering, so you're when you're you have somebody steering, to yeah yeah when yeah so i was yeah. telling her i was like you know if it comes to it and that becomes a new wave and it's okay with respa and there's no violation of the dodd frank act and all that stuff then Cool, I might jump in that wave too. I said, but I don't want to be the. How I ain't trying to fuck around and find out. You yeah, know, what I mean? yeah, <laughs> the yeah. Instagram post. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if yeah. you fuck around, you go find out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I ain't trying to be that person. <laughs> yeah, yeah, me neither. Me so neither. I, and I understand it. Like I've, I've had a lot of conversations with some of my peers, like you said, that are agents, even brokers. I mean, a lot yeah. of them are. 
you know, kind of entertaining a, the fact that it can be a possibility because yeah. they eat from it. They they're winning. Correct. You know? Yeah, and then just you know they're in a situation now where um, they're they're struggling a little bit because obviously there's not many there's not as much business to go around as it was you know the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. So they're so you know what they're they're in house or what they're receiving is less. And then on top of it, to be competitive when it comes to like recruiting and having their agents in their office, a lot of them are on splits that are like 100%, you know, 90%. So, you know, beforehand, you know, how it used to be, you know, a lot of times agents, when they're attached to a brokerage, they're split with that broker. So when it comes to like that 3% commission, you know, they're split maybe like, you know, 60, 40 or even 70, 30. That's kind of like the normal. But um, a lot of top agents or agents who do a lot of business have been going to these brokerages who've created these 100% models where, you know, maybe there's only a certain amount of fee that you got to, you know, contribute to the brokerage and then the rest is all 100%. So that 3% commission, you get all of that, right? right. And so a lot of brokerages are kind of struggling because that percentage that they used to get, they're not getting anymore. So they're mm-hmm. trying to figure out ways to still make money and keep within the production that they're already doing, right? And so right. one of the ways is that mortgage piece, right? Mm-hmm. And so you have these, like I said, these real estate broker companies that are trying to really get a part of it. But the funny thing I look at it is I feel like they're really devaluing what we do, you know, Mm -hmm. as a mortgage professional. Um, Like a lot of times I feel like they just think, hey, you know, we take applications, we do that. You know, it's kind of like really basic. But uh, it's funny, man. What we do, we do a lot, Mm -hmm. Sophia. We do a whole lot. I feel like we psychiatrists. There's times I'm talking to these people, you know, because when, when you're buying a house, you know, the real estate agent aspect of it, you know, it's the fun part. Hey, you know, you're looking at houses, you're, you're envisioning yourself in the house, you know, a real estate agent writes contracts. And I'm not trying to devalue or say the real estate agent's job is easy. I'm not saying that not, at all. It's yeah. not. It's, it's hard. But I would say that what we do is equally as hard, if not harder, because um, we're, having Unknown those, caller. we're having those tough conversations. Um, you know, a lot of times we're talking about people's credit. Um, we're talking yeah. about things they can and can't do. And we, those are conversations that they're really not having. And then when it comes to how much money you got to spend and, and how much things cost and what payments are. And, I mean, it's, it goes deep. And we a lot go of, deep. Yeah, well, we, I mean, yeah, we go deep. I mean, and a, and a lot of times, you know, things change, costs change. And a lot of people, when it comes to money, what they say? When it comes to money, they act funny, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? So, you know, we're having these conversations. If somebody comes to us and they're excited, they want to buy a house, we have to tell them no. That's a tough conversation to have, you know? It's a tough conversation, and you'll be surprised, like, what we see, and we, like, I don't know if, I know know you do go through bank statements, but you can really go through a bank statement and see how someone lived. Yeah. And you can see what they did. Like, I was was reviewing a bank statement, like, a couple days ago, and my guy had, uh, what's that, OnlyFans. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, one after those. the other. Yeah, and I was those. like, dang, mm-hmm. like, <laughs> that's, you must have a little bit of a lonely life to sit there and do that all day. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, man. it was transaction after transaction. I was yeah. like, whoa. Yeah, yeah. You I've, know? S- I've seen that too. Yeah. I mean, I mean, food stuff, habits. I mean, I've seen all that, man. But yeah. I mean, not even, like I said, it's just the kind of, I mean, there's been times where I've had people, Credit the agents, the agents don't even know that, like, a deal has fell apart because of, the person's negligence and then we're having to like problem solve and figure things out and it's like i honestly feel like we're low-key like an attorney like i feel like like hey there's rules from fannie mae and freddie mac but we have to like we know what the book is right but we have to sometimes think outside the box and get creative with our thinking and Mm -hmm. how we problem solve in a situation just to get this person to home um and and it's it's difficult It's, it's really difficult it's not something that you can just like easily do like you have to kind of I think you got it takes years years of training yeah and and you have to be honestly to me you have to be wrapped a certain way mindset wise um and again it's it's just different it's just different it's not just something that's like taking an order (laughs) and I feel like sometimes I think real estate agents think that's what we do is we're just looking at paperwork taking an order and anybody can do it but which is is furthest from the truth yeah that's yeah because analyzing a, a credit report and you know, taking a look at income, and a lot of people ain't really even good at numbers for real. Yeah. You know, I mean, obviously about anybody. Talking about yourself. Oh, I'm oh, okay. listen. I'm just being fun. bare minimum. <laughs> look, I could do this, <laughs> but you put a, a, a algebra equation in front of me. I'm probably looking at it like, hold man, on, wait. I don't even know why they still teaching algebra in school, man. We don't use that stuff in real we life. We don't. We really we don't. don't. Use that stuff in they real need life. to replace it with like uh, budgeting. 
Yeah. You know, or credit. I think just credit. Like credit should be a subject too. Yeah, like understanding how credit works, what moves credit scores. Take that course. (laughs) Well, you know, I mean, but you understand that they're not going to do that. Because the more you educate people about things like that, then banks and all these other people who make money off of people's mishaps. I mean, that's you know, they want people. They want certain people to, to be successful, a certain like yeah. percentage of people, but they, they also don't want to give you so much information that everybody knows better because then, so, you know. So speaking of banks, did you see in the news that the AKAs made a um a bank? I did see that. that was, I did that's see pretty that. cool. Yeah, I did that see that. Is, that's, you know, I yeah. thought about, you know, looking into that for a mm-hmm. second. I was like, hmm, I wonder do you, you know. How this works. So yeah, yeah. I thought that was pretty cool that is for cool. That is cool. a sorority. Yeah, I know a couple of AKs. My boy, his um his wife's an AKA. So yeah. um yeah, that's that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. All right. So Knowledge this market is uh is um crazy. So yeah, it is. Yeah, I feel like we we gave you guys some some good uh information. Yeah, and we and we didn't really have like today we were like, Hey, we haven't been on here in a little while, we have a new studio. Um, and we just kind of wanted just to kind of catch up on where we are and what's been going on. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's been busy. We have um, this, and I'll kind of mention it now, but we have, you know, this uh, basketball tournament that's coming up as well. Um, so oh, that should yeah. be pretty cool. Um, we do have a basketball tournament. Yeah. So um, I I came to Brian, like, what, last year, I think it was. And I was mm-hmm. like, man, Brian, we should we should put together, like, a basketball tournament. Mm-hmm. And he was like, yeah, that sounds like a dope idea. And so um, there's another Brian <laughs> that works here at our company, and we he just so happened to be in the studio one day. And so we got to talking to him, and I told him about the idea that I had told Brian about. He was like, I thought about the same thing. I even got a name and everything for it. <laughs> and yep. so we all kind of collaborated and just put our ideas and our thoughts together. And we came up with this uh, 505 basketball tournament. And it's amongst all real estate-related individuals. So yeah. it doesn't matter if you're a real estate agent, a lender, a contractor, an accountant, builder. a housekeeper, yep. a house cleaner, yep. um, electrician. Well, I guess Fraser. that falls. Yeah, appraiser, home yeah. inspector, title yeah. company. Yep. Uh, if you fall under this umbrella, you can be a part of the tournament. And so the planning on that um, is going well. We have five teams estab- established. We have three more that we're looking to build, and that is going to be on the weekend of August um, 19th and 20th. It's a two-day tournament, so I'm super excited about that. Yeah. I'm going to em- uh, be on the mic with one of um, Brian's friends. He's going to yeah. be way more entertaining than me, but <laughs> I am going to try my best because I am not um, one for public speaking. I Tuh. think you hold that crown. <laughs> but uh, I'm excited. Yeah, I'm excited, excited, man. I'm excited, too, it. because it's uh, – it's gonna be at our my old high school um, that I went to, you yeah. know. So I'm, I'm I'm really big, especially I know a lot of folks, you know, when they graduate, you know, they look to move and go different places and explore. And I'm all for that, man. That's awesome. I I love to go see new places and all of that. But I've, yeah. I mean, I went to college away for a couple of years, but then I came back here, yeah. and um, I've been here, you know, for shoot, 25 years plus now. So, yeah. um, Your I really feel, here, yeah, my roots are here, yeah. man. And I, and I really appreciate you know my upbringing the things that i i saw things that helped me mm-hmm. become the man that i am today and so um anytime or any opportunity i have to give back and try to help um the folks that are coming up just like i did i try to do that and so that's why we're having it at tallwood high school the high school that i went to um you know because we're actually going to be giving scholarships away uh, to a mm-hmm. tallwood student and also help the basketball program as well yes. um, so I, I just remember you know, just kind of how those things, still in my mind to this day, I mean, I'm almost 20 years removed from high school, and I remember just, like, how those moments, the people that were in my life at that time, how those things still um, resonate with me today. So I think it's really big, you know, once you um, establish yourself in your, com- you know, in, in your professional career mm-hmm. to give back to the community that you're a part of or mm-hmm. where you live, even if it's not where you're, where you're from, I mean, just the where you're currently living. Where you live, because I've yeah. been doing things for the community here, Yeah, you know, since I can remember, yeah. you know, and yeah. and I would love to do things in the community that I grew up in, but yeah. it's just a little bit different when you're far away from it, yeah. you know, yeah. so 
back no matter what state I lived in, no matter where I lived, I've always given back, always tried to do something to boost up the kids in the community, always tried to donate whatever it is, whether it was money or my time, we've always tried to do that. So yeah. I'm actually um excited to do this for this year. Usually I do a backpack giveaway, but because the basketball tournament is something that is um it's not a small project. So yeah. I decided to put a hold on the basketball on the um ba- uh, backpack giveaway this year and in return we're still giving away like multiple scholarships, you know. So mm-hmm. I think that's going to be even better than the basketball. I mean the the backpack giveaway. Oh yeah. my god, I keep blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> basketball backpack. Yeah. Oh my gosh. All the bees. Yeah. yeah. So earlier in the segment we gave you guys a mortgage related question and that question was what information drives interest rates? I know we used to have a drum roll. We used to have it. We got sound effects and a little we sound do. effect board too. So we we'll do. have to we'll have to figure that out and we'll uh we'll start, you know, implementing those. But uh-huh. uh the answer not to today. not today. Yeah, yeah, not today. Not today. But the answer to the question um is is a lot of it's a lot of different things, but the, the main the main things that indicate or are uh, impact uh interest rates is the ten year treasury and also inflation. Mm-hmm. Um so if you can look at how inflation goes when it's up, down, and how it moves, you can see exactly a direct correlation of where rates are and what they are doing as well, and also the 10-year treasury. I mean, if you look at, I mean, even 20, 30, 40 years ago, if you look at a, um, just like a map, a graph, not even a map, but a graph of the 10-year treasury, you could see it has the exact you know, correlation. It's normally like 1.4% like away, you know, on average over time. So, um, yeah, both of those things are drivers of it, and, you know, that's why, you know, we were, I think a year ago, we were like 9% um, inflation. And so I know now we're right around that 3, 3, 3.8, 3.9, if I'm not mistaken, when it came out, I think a week or two ago. Um, so we're, we're moving in the right direction. You know, the mm-hmm. Fed has been consistently hiking the rates up. I know um, they're supposed to meet next week. Um, so the indication we'll is well, they're going to do another rate hike. Um, and, and like we want to just make sure that you got to understand that the rate hike is not meaning they're hiking interest rates up. Um, they're just hyping, hiking the Federal Reserve rate up, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's like if you were to go try to get a credit, credit card, card or get a loan. That's the prime rate. Yeah, yeah, that's the prime rate. The prime rate is consistently hiking up. But they're doing that purposely to detain people from spending money and so that the inflation could continue to go down. And it's been, it's been working. It's just been taking a lot longer time. And it's while yeah, you're going through that were, process. They were at high speed and they slowed it down. So yeah. it used to be where <clears throat> they were increasing the um, – the rates by 0.75 percent yeah. each time, and then you know when things started to move in the the right direction in, in regards to inflation, then they slowed it down. But then they realized that somehow it just they weren't talking to each other. I guess you could say. So then now we're at this space where I don't even know what they're going to do with the rate. I mean, I know it's going to increase. I just don't know if it's going to if they're going to keep that 0.25 percent increase or if they're gonna you know hike it up maybe 0.5 0.75 again just to kind of like speed this process up like get to where we need to go faster yeah. you know? the word that they've been using is soft landing yeah. that's the word so i think that's what they've been trying to do they didn't want to keep hiking them up so aggressively and have that abrupt land it's like a plane you know you yeah. kind of want to ease yourself yeah. down till you get to that landing exactly. point and so that's kind of the 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 tactic that they've been going after yeah so we'll see yeah. we'll see what happens so that's the answer to today's question. So um, if you have if you have the opportunity, you know, try to Google stuff like that because the more you educate yourself, um, the more educated you are to make informed decisions later on in life. Absolutely. So what you got coming up next? Um, let's see. Today I'm actually, um, people who actually see out there, I'm wearing black and a long sleeve black shirt. Um, and it's like 95, de- yeah, it's like 95 degree degrees outside. But uh-huh. yeah, unfortunately, I'm going to actually a funeral after this. Okay. Um, one of my, one of my closest friends, his brother passed away unexpectedly. Just mm. got sick. I mean, all in 24 hours. It was crazy. It was a real crazy situation. So, I'm going to go. Um, when I leave here, go straight there, show my respect for him and his family. Um, and then after that, 
um, we're getting together, our team is getting together. Correct. Um, and you know, just we, we try to do like a team building team, you yeah. know, get together Quarterly. every yeah, yep. every quarter. Um, so this is the summer quarter, I guess you can say that we're gonna get together, probably just get some food and some drinks and, mm-hmm. and talk about just different things or whatnot, <laughs> just kinda <laughs> see how things have been going mm-hmm. on per personally and professionally with each other. Yep. Um, just check in with each other. Um and then honestly, that's really it. This weekend like I said, I'm, I'm leaving, going to Vegas next weekend. So this weekend, I'm kind of just taking it easy. My daughter, yeah. she has a birthday party she's going to tomorrow. Um, so my wife is taking her there. And so me and my son, we're going to um, find something to do. I was thinking maybe taking like the Dave & Buster's or go to the beach or something like that. Yeah, my dad hit me cool. up. Um, and so he wants to play tennis in the morning. Um, so we'll, I'll be doing that with him. Me and him will you know, get some – He want, he's trying to find different ways to exercise. He's actually – he wants to uh, take up that pickleball. And I know that's a big thing that a lot of people are playing now. I've seen a lot yeah. of celebrities. I've seen, shoot, just this morning, Drake and Michael B. Jordan, um, they together, um, um, they invested in some type of pickleball league or tournament or something <laughs> like that. Um, so I see it's kind of the new wave. I've never seen uh, pickleball played, but I've seen that on our, like, jobs. Um, we have, like, a merch website, and they have pickleball um, uh Things for the racket, okay. like the what what would you call that? Like the I don't know what you mean. What are you saying? So you know how like a tennis racket, you, to protect your stuff, you put this thing on there. Um, you talking about just like the bag it's in? You saying? Yeah. Oh, okay. For the yeah. racket. Yeah, yeah. It, it only protects the racket and the handle's still out. Okay. Okay, so yeah. they have something similar to that for pickleball. Okay. That I saw on there. I was oh, like, cool. oh, okay. So I know what shape it is, but I don't know, you know, how to play the sport, or I've never seen it played. Yeah, I've never before. played before, but I, I definitely Isn't see it's the new way. Yeah, it's similar to tennis. It's very similar okay. to tennis. I just think just the boundary is a little bit different. You know, I don't oh, know what okay. the scoring is. I have to look into that, but I, yeah. I know that's something that um, a lot of folks are doing. So uh, my dad said he wanted to kind of get into it, but it, me and him still love. We love tennis. Um, he, I watch it all the time. And, we like to play. We haven't played in a while, so we're we're gonna play this Saturday morning. So I'm looking okay. forward to that. And then, um, like I said, that's pretty much it. Just kind of laying low this weekend, kicking it. Mm-hmm. You know, what about you? What you got going? So tomorrow, um, I'm actually on a panel for a VHGA course. So okay. I am covering the lender um, portion and the uh, credit portion okay. of the class, and it's an eight-hour class. So I'll be there for the better part of the morning. Um, I asked the person who, I forget what her position is called, but she's the person that put it together um, for her, because she's the one that signs the, the letter saying that you took the course. But, um, unknown. <laughs> sorry, my phone is off the hook this morning. It don't usually go like that. But, um, so I'm going to leave there, and then two of my kids got birthday parties tomorrow, so. <laughs> Fun me. Fun oh, for yeah. me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Birthday party. That's the time of the year. Summer. Yeah. 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 One is at, they're both, no, actually, they're both at Di-Fi or now Sound, um, Sky Zone. I think it, they changed the name again. Okay. Over in Tennessee. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. It used to be um, iCloud. Then they changed it to Di-Fi. Now I think they changed it to Sky Zone. Mm. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So that's pretty much it. And then I'm, my kids been asking to go to the beach, so I'll probably... You know, take them to the beach. For me, that's pretty chill. Go get some sandwiches, and we just chill out there for, you know, a few hours or whatever. Okay. And then um, um, I bought these new, like, um, I don't know. They're not blinds, but they're not curtains. But there's something that I bought. And so my um, my drill um, wasn't working last night, and I was trying to put it together, me and my little cousin. And... Uh, <laughs> So that's a task for the weekend too. Okay. To put that together, okay. um, and put it up. So, yeah, yep. That's all I got going for the weekend. And then you know, next weekend is Jada's birthday party, and the weekend after that is my birthday celebration. Even though my cool. birthday is next weekend, my celebration is the weekend after. Cool. cool. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So you know, you got you know, guys. We always like to uh, leave you with on a positive note. So today's quote of the day is. Life is always about change. You're never too old to set another goal or to dream a new dream. Mm. So I like that one. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes people feel like, oh man, like I was I remember I was having a conversation with my barber. Um when I was younger, I used to want to do that. Well, no, nah, not even that. I mean, he you know, he's older than me. He's, I think got he has me by about ten years. And so he was like, Hey man, he was like we were just having a conversation. He was like, Man, 
man, like I wish I would have did this. He's like, I see how you're set up in this situation, like blah, blah, blah. And I, he was like, I wish I would have done this, man, because right now at my age, I would be this far along. And I'm like, man, it's never too late to change, bro. It's all about information, understanding, mm-hmm. you know, doing better, learning yourself, improving every day. So, who, I mean, it just because, you know, you're this age, I'm this age, like you comparing where you are in your life on your journey versus me, I mean, that's not, that's not how it goes, man. I mean, you figure out what you figure out and you decide what you decide and you, you know, that's, that's what it is, man. So I was just having a conversation with him and he kind of was talking like it was like, it was over. Yeah. Like it was something (laughs) that can't be done. I'm like, nah, bro, you can still do it right now. Like, Mm -hmm. I mean, you just got to make a decision and stand on it and and move forward with that. You know what I mean? So I'm, I'm big on that quote. I think that was dope. So that's all the time that we have for you guys today. Please follow us on Facebook and Instagram. I am SKB underscore mortgage. Yep, and I'm Brian Royster. So it's Brian underscore Royster uh, with a Y. Did you change Brian? it? Nah, I still oh. not. Nah, I mean, I changed it like six months ago, but we were talking about that already. Though. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, yep. I'm getting old. Yeah, you well, are. Well, thank you for listening <laughs> to our podcast, and we will see you next week. See you next week. <laughs>